but I'm saying, so I should be like, hello, this is da 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 like, what is it called again? I don't even remember the name. Oh, yeah. What is it? Spilling the Spilling jeans? Jeans. Yeah, thank you. Okay. All right. So, hello, friends. So- <laughs> um, welcome to the first episode of Spilling the Jeans. Ha ha ha. Um, my name is Alyssa Probst. I, or Alyssa, I go to St. John's University. I'm a junior or I attend St. John's University, and I'm a bioeducation major. Um, all right, I'm going to hand it over to you, Ashley. Hello, my name is Ashley Campbell. I'm a health science major at Stony Brook University, and I'm on the pre-PA track. Yes. So fun. Love it. Wouldn't be here today yeah. if it wasn't for Ashley. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> um, all right, so I guess kind of one of the main reasons that I made this podcast is because I feel like our generation doesn't, there's not a lot of outreach, there's not a lot of talk on bioethical issues from our standpoint, and I think it's important for us to be talking about these exact issues or things, just because it's affecting not only our present, but our future, and that would be us, right? So, Everyone else is making these decisions, but what about our voices on science and things like that? Um, Now, bioethics raises uh, so many, uh, such a large range of um, different type of, you know, developments in bio, medical research, and all of that raises ethical issues, you know, short term or long term. So, you know, some examples of that that I can think of are uh, food in our environment, research ethics, animals, beginning of life, health and society, right? All of these things are bioethical uh, subjects. And I think, you know, we're going to kind of speak on all of them, I guess, at some point during each of the podcasts. Um, the first topic I guess you could say that I wanted to talk about is CRISPR and the COVID vaccine, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson and Johnson. All three of those, we're gonna kind of touch on all of them. And you know what exact what exactly is as is CRISPR and the stigma around it, right? I don't know how many people really know what that is, and kind of just explaining a lot of the science views of. COVID. Um, I don't know if you want, do, should I give a little introduction to what CRISPR is, you think, Ash? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. So if you don't already know, CRISPR, it's a system that I, you know, has mostly only been used in, you know, in vitro editing of, uh, so in vivo genomes and things like that. Now, it's a genome editing technique tool whatever however you want to say it that has been used in humans and there's a huge stigma around it that i've seen i don't know if you've also seen this ashley but around the covid19 vaccine like has crispr been used you know has the genome been edited a a lot of different you know the whole oh i'm gonna have like a microchip in me things like that that i just you know (laughs) i think there needs to be a (laughs) more clear definition of what CRISPR is and how it relates to the COVID-19 vaccine. So we're going to, we will analyze CRISPR's, those limitations and the 
talk about kind of the possible genome damages or uh, some of the genome damage that it can cause, if any, and in this treatment. And finally, we, I kind of want to discuss on the impacts that it has, CRISPR has with the law, ethics, and common sense. And if I, I, I could be wrong about this, but right now I think um, I saw recently that in California, um, there was a CRISPR limitation on the law. And I was actually kind of surprised to hear about that from California, if anything, because I feel a lot of people would pay for in vivo editing in California, especially, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, so I, I don't know if you want to kind of give a little how you feel about CRISPR or... Well, what exactly are they editing? So they're editing the genome, they're going in, and they're altering, they're alter altering the genome. So that genetic things information. Like, things like physical qualities, like uh, so, height? Okay, so think about, like, designer babies, right? Things like that, how that was, like, a big thing, like, a big ethical issue, which you can also talk about another time. But um, there's that way, right, which I, I kind of call designer babies, and then there's the other way of kind of, oh, let's say I have a genetic heart defect that I know my child is going to have. Can I use CRISPR to, you know, edit that gene so when I do have my child that, that it doesn't have that... Okay, I see. So there's a lot of there's a lot of different motives behind using CRISPR. There's like people who want to be a little Absolutely. bit superficial. Absolutely, yes. No. <laughs> people who just simply want to, you know, protect their babies. They're just like looking ahead, like seeing if they can prevent any diseases that might, you know disadvantage their child in the future i mean i yeah. get i get that i get you know? that too i you know what i do get that have i ever been in a position where i'm like oh you know i i haven't put myself in other shoes in that sense but um i understand the the science behind it what you know you're right the what the motive was i guess um so how does it how how does the covid vaccine relate to CRISPR? Okay. So a lot of what I've been hearing, seeing, things like that. A lot of people feel that, as you know, the, I, the vaccine is mRNA, right? And a lot of people feel that specifically Moderna and Pfizer are we're getting injected with uh, this vaccine, and it's altering our, our DNA. And I know, I don't know how this, I don't know if this relates, but something that just came to me was, I don't know if you remember a lot of people are, you know, some parents are scared to vaccinate their children because they're scared later down the line, it's going to cause... Uh, bad effects on them, you know, I, what, I guess the big thing was, um, was it autism or down syndrome, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, similar to, to this vaccine, I feel like a lot of people think that oh, that's something that, that's going to happen, you know, later down the line, we don't know the effects kind of thing, and I think, because a lot of people think that, you know, the mRNA and CRISPR, it does relate, but it's it's actually not. It, it's 
two kind of totally different things. So CRISPR is not a new, newly made technique. It's been around for a while now, which is, I don't know. It's something that's uh, been privatized and it's expensive. So kind of just like space travel, it's, you know, privatized. It's not really governmental uh, regulated. Um, but so we've been using CRISPR for our biofuels, uh, allergies in different types of foods and crops and GMOs, right? You know, I have such an adamant view on GMOs, so we're definitely going to have a talk about that. But um, a big aspect of CRISPR is how how are we how are we making medications? So a lot of people are using it for medications. So during COVID, this is how it kind of relates to COVID. It doesn't really relate to the vaccine, but it, it I mean, it does. But during COVID, people were able to use CRISPR to kind of look and connect to those receptors on the human, on the human cell to see if we can identify a way to block it with a medication, block COVID with a medication um, to block those interactions and spread. So that's a, a lot of science is going into that right now. I would like to add super quick. A lot of people have this, okay, why was the vaccine distributed so quickly? Why was it allowed to the public so quickly? It only took a year. Like, how did this happen so quickly, right? And one thing I would like to add, like my kind of view on that is, yes, it, it was uh, made very quickly and it was out into the public very quickly. But um, you have to remember, we were in the middle of a pandemic, right? So the funding... So a lot of vaccines and things like that, it's taking years and years and years because one, the funding. If there isn't a stressor on the actual, on the actual disease or whatever it is that you're trying to have a, a vaccine for, the research is going to be slow. You had everyone, every scientist, every national lab, CDC, ha having funding for finding a way to to make a vaccine, right? So. I think that pushed the timeline so much further ahead. Now the techniques were new, right? We don't we have never had an mRNA vaccine before. So yes, the tech the technique was new. Um by the way, I, I totally just got sidetracked there. So that's just kind of my view on why I think it was No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. like it was so easily uh, readable during that time because of the funding and, and et cetera. So many different things go into it that I don't know, I guess people kind of don't touch on. But so back to how CRISPR and the and COVID, however. So yeah, CRISPR, we were being used to see see those receptors, et cetera. Um, now they, they were studying those proteins they were in, the, in the virus and understanding the, the process of how COVID is, is coming into our cells and the markers on that virus. And... CRISPR, that, that, tech, that exact technology, it's evolving very fast and the regulations, I think, and the concerns raise a lot of bioethical issues and it's a very controversial topic. And in this scenario, I think almost, you know, laws needs to be issued and, and we need, people need to know of the ethical, of these guidelines if we are going to be using CRISPR that must, you know, be developed. Um, to kind of weigh up those risks and things, but kind of back to the vaccine, I guess. I don't know what, what are, what are your views? Not even necessarily your views, but what have you heard around the vaccine? So like what have been 
the stigmas around the vaccine that you have heard or the opinions around the vaccine? Misconceptions. That, yeah, misconceptions. That yeah, that's a better word. Yeah, I've heard um, things like uh, they're implanting chips in our arms. They're using, they're like putting chemicals in us to like control us, mind control us. Yeah. I heard uh, uh, just, just a lot of false information being spread um, online by people who don't really look into the science behind it. Where yes. <laughs> if, if you have like a basic, um, I don't know, like basic uh, knowledge of like how biology works, you can kind of easily understand how the vaccine works even though it's like a new technique like i was able to understand like how like i I knew what they were talking about with the mrna and how it so i i knew that it wouldn't it shouldn't have any like you're not going to turn into like exactly right right because it doesn't change your dna thank you that's another huge huge point that i really like to make yeah like I know it sounds scary, like, oh, they're injecting mRNA, but all that mRNA is doing is just, it's just instructions for your body to fight the vaccine, you know? Right. I mean, like, one of my friends, actually, um, my friend, her name, actually, I'm not going to... Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know if you really want to name drop, but... (laughs) But She was actually scared that um, she wouldn't be able to have children after getting the vaccine, which... The infertility thing, I've heard that a lot. Like where where is that coming from? Is it just like the same concept? Like they think it's changing their DNA, so they think it's gonna make them infertile or something. Like I don't know where that rumor came from, but yeah, I don't know. I okay, that was so one I heard. I that's a big one. I I don't really I I don't know. I guess I shouldn't name drop, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> one of my friends' mom who works at um who works in a hospital, she's a nurse, she, you know, said, okay, don't get the vaccine because I've seen people become infertile from the vaccine. And, you know, causation, correlation, you know, kind of have to talk about that a little more because I don't really know, you know. And um, it's funny because I can understand if people are saying that if you've gotten the Johnson and Johnson, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, if you've gotten the Johnson and Johnson, like, yeah, babes, probably, you know, but oh, no, not really. But, um, it's just because the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is very different than Pfizer and Moderna, but, <laughs> um, oh. because it's not, Johnson and Johnson did not use the mRNA technique. It's actual weakened coat. Completely co- different. Yeah, completely different. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I've heard a lot about, actually, you know what, now that you said that, I kind of want to look up where that came from, the COVID vaccine. The infertility thing? Yeah. Um, while I read this, I'll just, oh, so to speak on kind of, jump off what you were talking about there, um. People aren't listening to the science, right? They're listening to... I don't... 
I always talk about this. I have no idea why COVID in general was so politicized. I have no idea. I don't know why the vaccine is yes. as well. It's oh, human health. That, it's human health. It doesn't need to have, so you know, much. two sides. But also, I would like to say, if you choose not to get the vaccine, that's absolutely fine. I'm not saying you need to go get the vaccine. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to clear up the stigma that so many people have on the vaccine because the science is new and it's great. It's I'm not saying new as in a bad connotation. I'm saying like this is something that's really, you know, cutting edge. And and let's say I had. (laughs) Wait, you broke up, love. What'd you say? Human society, we should be proud. Oh, as a society, we should be proud that we've advanced so far where we can have a pandemic and then immediately create a vaccine to cure no not cure but like prevent the pandemic like from like this isn't medieval times anymore we don't have to suffer through the bubonic plague we can literally just we can like heal ourselves exactly absolutely absolutely i and and i i i I don't know i think a lot of people are listening (laughs) to i don't think you know listen start listening to seminars start reading articles start your list, I almost feel a lot of people are listening to the wrong people. They're listening to, you know, whoever, who, whatever political side you're on, you're listening to those people speaking on it. And they're not scientists, right? They can't explain to you how the, how the vaccine works. They don't know. Or how even how COVID affects us. They don't know. So I'm not really sure, you know, that's just, you know, a point I wanted to add about what you were saying. Um... I'm just sorry. I'm just kind of reading through other points that I kind of wanted, I guess, to make. Um, you know, I guess one of the big differences that we can kind of look at is, you know, the Johnson and Johnson, and it's funny because I was t- I was talking to someone. And they were like, you know what? I probably am just gonna get the Johnson and Johnson. Be also not hating on anyone who has who has the Johnson and Johnson. Right? We're gonna talk a little later about about you know equity with the vaccine but um they're like i kind of just want to get the johnson and johnson because it's one shot it's one shot i don't have to go back why is every other vaccine one shot but with the 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 new covid one the new covid vaccine specifically pfizer moderna i have to go back and get two shots which i i actually kind of understand that reasoning you know every other shot you but think about it we i'm what is that one vaccine i i know we is it tetanus? You need a booster or something like that every three years? I could be completely wrong about that. Oh, is, isn't that the meningitis one? Or, or the, MMR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Measles, mumps, yeah. and whatever the other one is. That one? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, some of those we need boosters for, but that's usually, it's like every, I don't think it's every year. It's however many, however many years. But I un- almost understand that reasoning of, you know, the Johnson & Johnson is one shot why wouldn't I just go get that one over, you know, getting two shots? And it's, I, I know that Johnson & Johnson is more, I don't, that's kind of not the right word. It's better manner, better manufactured in the sense that it's more accessible to everyone because it doesn't need to have that certain temperature and that certain time after being out of that temperature to be, induced um 
I don't know, like, kind of have, like, do, have, have, I don't know if you, have you heard any, do you know anyone that has gotten Johnson Johnson because of that reason, or you don't I know anyone like, that has Johnson & Johnson? I don't, personally. No, like, I feel like the majority of people who I know have gotten their vaccine, they just go to whatever place, and then whatever place the vaccine, whatever place, whatever vaccine they're giving out is just what they take. Yeah, so like, kind of the the accessibility and equity thing with the vaccine like cvs or the cvs i went to had pfizer um i think my school is i could be wrong about this i don't know if my school's offering moderna or pfizer or not but i feel like it's moderna um oh my school first offered moderna and then they started offering johnson and johnson after interesting so they're offering both or they're offering one or the other it, it was, like, the first two to three weeks was Moderna, and then all of a sudden they were like, we have Johnson & Johnson afterwards. Like, interesting. And then they only gave out Johnson & Johnson. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. I wonder if that's something more so with, like, business side, or that's kind of interesting. Or maybe, oh, I think, you know, I think my school just wanted people to be back. They wanted to have their students have as much avail- as much access to vaccine as possible. So they, I don't think... I think they were just thinking about, like, let's get the vaccines out to the students because the students want it. Okay. So as soon as maybe, like, they, as soon as they run out of Moderna, they, they were like, here's Johnson the Johnson and Johnson. Johnson. Like, and they were gotcha. like, all right, let's just take that and get that. Gotcha. See, I, I appreciate both of our schools for offering the vaccine at our, you know, at our schools because another thing, equity with the vaccine, um... I know, you know, a lot of schools are saying, oh, you have to be vaccinated to return to classes or you have to go back to online. But they're not offering the vaccine, right? So some people are like, okay, where am I supposed to go get it then? Like, I still want to have in-person classes. What if I don't feel comfortable getting the vaccine? And then there's the religious and and medical exemption and, think, you know, they're offering that as well. And... um. I'm not sure. I don't know. Did your school mandate masks again? Oh, my school, um, they're, they're requiring the vaccine. But I got an email and it said only 80% of residential students have submitted their vaccination cards. Mind you, we have a couple weeks left before the beginning of yeah. school, but only 80% of students submitted their vaccine cards. And so... What they said is if you don't submit your vaccine card, you have to be tested bi-weekly, twice a week. That's twice a week, right? Yeah, yep. Bi-weekly. <laughs> so either you send in, you get your vaccine, or you are required to get tested twice a week. That's their rules. Now, what about masks? If you're not vaccinated, do you still have to wear a mask? or? That's actually a good question. I haven't heard anything about masks. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure we still have to, I'm sure in a classroom setting, they're yeah. going to require masks. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you know, I, I don't know if you if you would know this, but staff and faculty, are they required to get vaccinated? Staff and faculty, I believe they are required. If they, if they wanted to I, in person? Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, I saw, like, a lower percentage of them submitted their vaccine cards. I would expect, like, all of them. All of them, yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. Interesting. I know know with my school, we're having 
if you are vaccinated, um, I want to say it's, uh, it's random testing for, for COVID. And then if you are not vaccinated, I think it's weekly testing or something like that. And I don't, I honestly, I have no idea because I'm not living on campus, but I don't know if student, I think if you're on campus, you have to be vaccinated. I could be wrong about that. But if not, you just have to wear a mask or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I think the Delta variant is really going to change that whole aspect of it. And FYI, if let's say you do go get COVID tested, right? The rapid does not test for Delta, only the PCR. Just let you know, the rapid does not pick up on the Delta variant. If you are curious about that. So I'm not really sure how they're going to handle that with school, you know, because I don't know if they're planning on also testing for the Delta variant or if not, because I know ours are just rapid, which I think still Your it's... tests at school are just rapid? Yeah. So you guys don't do PCR tests? I don't... That's a great question. I don't know if we offer it, actually. I think you, like, have to... Like, that's off campus. I think we only do rapid, maybe. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, we literally have a whole pharmacy school. I don't know what they're doing, but, like, <laughs> they could be running those <laughs> PCRs just as fast as, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, I went to a, I went to a walk-in when I, I thought I had COVID that one time. I don't know if you remember that. Um, and they were going to charge me getting a pcr test i didn't know you know some places charge you to get it to get that test and it was like 250 dollars or something like that just for the pcr test and i was like oh no thanks no, no thanks y'all like <laughs> i just went to city md but i thought that was it was a home walk-in like family owned so i think that's why <laughs> but yeah kind of strange i don't know Yeah, just the, I guess the the vac, all the vaccines, they're Johnson and Johnson specifically, they're working differently, right? They, all of them kind of, all vaccines kind of work in in their different ways, and you know the Johnson and Johnson is just it's a weakened, uh, weakened weakened virus, weakened. It's actually a common cold, and. You know, they use that method to deliver the coronavirus gene into our, into, you know, our human cells. And Pfizer and Moderna use that mRNA technique that, yes, is fairly new and it's a new approach. And I think between the Johnson & Johnson and the other two vaccines, they're both easy for rapid manufacture, which is important because how quick is it going to get to us? And the whole, oh, it's going, h- how is how is this COVID vaccine, it's altering my DNA. Um, the only way, I, I, this stigma, I'm not sure who put it out there. Not that it matters who, but I'm, I'm not sure where they, where they came from with that. Because for you to be able to alter human d- DNA, the only way you're doing that aka CRISPR, right, is you need to introduce 
new genetic material. Right, so looking at the, the, vac the COVID vaccines, what's in it, where's that new genetic material that's being introduced that would alter the DNA, you know, from one organism to another and from the, in the DNA, you know, in the nucleus? You know what I'm saying? I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And I always kind of wondered where that came from. Same thing with the infertility thing. You're right. I don't know where that came from. Like, I see something like this. You know, we hear, oh, it, it, I, I'm scared it's, it's going to, it's going to affect my, infer, my fertility rates. Okay, did you read one girl on Reddit who said that happened to her? Causation correlation. Yeah, exactly. You know, go find out those answers. Like, after this, I'm going to go find, you know, where this came from, what this is. It's not, you know, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> it could literally just be, like, it probably came from people just seeing the word mRNA and then having, like, a little bit of connotation being like, oh, that has something to do with DNA. Oh, they're changing my DNA. Oh, no, right. no, no. And then they, yeah. they spiral and then they start spreading false information. And then that's where people like, they don't even question it. Like if you, if people are not like being educated about how the vaccine works, they're just going to like. Right. You're right. They're not, things. they're not questioning it and they don't want to kind of educate themselves. They want to listen to one person and be like, okay, not saying that's wrong. I could be talking about, you know, baloney right now. And if you don't go, <laughs> if you don't go and, and find your own resources and read your own, re you know, get your own view, then it just, you know, it's not gonna, <laughs> it doesn't, you know, the world doesn't <laughs> revolve. Um, yeah. Well, that's true. You're right. I guess maybe a lot of people don't really know what RNA is and what, how RNA, you know, is being translated every single day in our cells to make proteins, things like that. You're right. They don't know. Um. Now, I, I did find this one little snippet. It says, mRNA vaccines do not use a gene editing technique like CRISPR, right? <laughs> so in order to change the human DNA, the mRNA vaccines are incapable of changing hum human DNA as they do not enter the nucleus of the cell. They're just making those proteins that uh, def defend us from COVID. <laughs> um, there you go. Sorry, I'm very thirsty. Now, it's funny because, again, I don't know. Remember when I had that COVID scare and I was like, there's no way. There's no way that I I'm fully vaccinated. I had not gotten COVID before even getting the vaccine. I wear my mask. No one else, you know, in my... I just had gotten COVID tested as well, like, the week before or something. Like, that, that Thursday. And I was like, there's no way. <laughs> that I'm that I'm getting COVID right now, right? So I, I went to I had I had a fever and I guess I just I just remember waking up with a fever and I you just had that feeling when you know you're getting sick and I was like great <laughs> like great so <laughs> I went to City MD, I got a rapid, I got a PCR and I got a um strep. All came back negative. And I was like okay like and oh by the way I just had gotten my I just had gotten I want to say my either my first or second me okay so backstory real quick I actually I don't know if I was fully vaccinated I might have only had my first vaccine 
It was either like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I, I don't. I do not remember if I was. I don't think I was fully vaccinated. I want to say no. Um. So it turned out I had bronchitis, but that's just kind of irrelevant to what we're talking about. But I was just kind of thinking about. Sorry, I'm gonna have to mute myself. You're good. Um, I was just, I was just thinking about how I, I was telling, I was telling some friends of mine, I was like, yeah, so I remember when I got vaccinated, they were like, oh, did you, did you get sick? Did you get a, you know, that headache, those body aches? Yeah, I got body, uh, not body aches, but I, you know, my arm was sore, kind of just like everyone else. And, um, I did wake up with a fever after I want to say the second shot I did wake up with a fever um and I was just a, a little bit dehydrated but you know that kind of comes with anything but I think that's almost a good thing it shows that that my body was you back yeah I was just seeing how I think after the second dose of my vaccine I did wake up with a fever and I was just a little dehydrated and like my arm was sore like that was like the biggest side effect that I had gotten um I know you had what you had shakes or something <laughs> Yeah, I have I have the whole Yeah, girl was sick. I had the works. Yeah. I had the works. I and I had to work um a night shift on the mm. exact night that I just got my vaccine. So I was delusional walking the streets <laughs> of campus. So I was I was cold, I was shaking, I was <laughs> like, um, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like my head was cloudy. I had then I woke up the next morning and my body was just aching the entire day. I just kept <sighs> groaning. Uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> I you know what, and people are like, so like, why are you getting it? Like, what you know, like, what is wrong with you? Because I would rather go through that than have to go to the hospital and risk my life from COVID. You know. Right, right, and and you know that's a good point, and I don't know if a lot of other people feel that way, but you know, a lot of people do feel that way, and it's funny because it to me almost you know getting that fever, getting that little bit of dehydration, I was like, okay, it's working. I'm yeah. healthy. I know that my body is healthy because I'm having this quote-unquote reaction, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was saying, so some of my, my friends were saying, oh, I'm going to, I have to go get the vaccine for schools, da 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 and I was like, they were like, did you have side effects? And I was like, well, you know, after the first, <laughs> after the first of the vaccine, I did end up getting bronchitis. And they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. This is my room, you know. I, some, yeah. I gotten bronchitis from someone else. And <laughs> by the way, I don't know if that was, you know, some sort of COVID bronchitis, but that was... I've never been more sick. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have never been more sick. And I don't, I think the only reason I was susceptible to it, I don't know if you say that, but it was because my body had been working on, my immune system had been working on, you know, my new COVID vaccine. So, you know, my immune system is probably already pretty low because it's working double time. So, yeah, I had gotten, I had gotten bronchitis. No, it wasn't because of the vaccine. I'm sorry, it wasn't. Like, I know who I got it from. Like, (laughs) and... (laughs) It was bad timing. Exactly. It was super bad timing. Because I was like, even I was like, no way. I was like, no way. (laughs) So, I don't know. I just just think that's funny. Um, 
that's kind of all the that was all the the talking points I had. I don't know if you want to like <laughs> add anything. I mean, I we touched we on first... what did you say? I thought we only went through the first bullet. Okay, hold on. Huh? <laughs> Girl, we we got through the vaccine. We talked about altering human DNA, right? The how it doesn't use gene editing technology. Um, the mRNA vaccines don't use the live virus. Um, Wait a second. So, are are people getting like bad side effects from the Johnson and Johnson? Well, like what's that? They took it off like the. I don't know if you remember this, but they like revoked <laughs> the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. For like a few months and then, or not a few months, maybe a month or two or something, or a few weeks, I don't know. Then they, let me look it up, and then they put it back. Like, I, I, I think they, I don't know, people were saying, you know, I, I honestly, I didn't really read up on the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I was seeing quote-unquote news, <laughs> so watch news on, you know. You know, one day after getting the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, man had a heart attack. And, you know, things like that. Like, uh, let me... I can look it up right now. Now I think it's fine. Now I think... The, another thing. Okay, wait. Another thing that I... Just to kind of touch on. The CDC, right, is... Allowing... Quick manufacturing to us of the vaccine. They did a quick pass, not a quick pass, it's the wrong word. Uh, uh, what's the... Like expedited? Yes, expedited, thank you. Uh, it's a great word, expedited on, on the vaccine. And I, I, obviously we can't trust everyone, right? But I truly believe that something like this, I, I don't think the corners were cut. You know, a lot of people feel that corners were cut. I don't think, you know, I don't think they were. Absolutely not. Like what you were saying before, like if, if we're in a pandemic, obviously doctors are going and scientists and researchers, they're going to, they're, they're not right cutting corners. They're not right. trying to rush. They're literally just being effective with their time and making sure that we're safe as soon as possible. So that's the only reason why it, it seems like it was rushed, but it really wasn't. It's just like a lot of people were working on it at the same I, time. At the same time. You know? I, this is kind of, I was talking to my, my cousin about this. I kind of, I think it's weird that, let's say we had like an outbreak of, an, another outbreak, I should say, of Ebola. Why do I feel we would have reacted completely? Completely differently than we did with COVID. And I don't know if it's because a lot of people did feel, oh, or a lot of people did say COVID is like um, the flu, so we shouldn't worry about it. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why I had so much, there was so much more fear around Ebola. What were those, like, symptoms of having Or, okay, Ebola? even think about, um, oh, that, that, um, oh, gosh, it starts with, like, a T, um, with pregnant women. Tuberculosis? Oh. With pregnant women and mosquitoes? What was that called? Oh, Zika? Zika, sorry, yeah, thank you, not with a T, okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about Ebola and Zika. That's what I'm saying. Like it be it was such a it was so minimally impacted in the sense that you know. Yeah. It, I guess people, but when we hear about it, it was like, oh my gosh, like oh my gosh. Meanwhile, yeah. COVID is affecting nation to nation. And I feel a lot of people didn't have the fear that they did. I, I don't do you I do you know what I'm saying? Like How how was how was um Ebola spread? Was it spread through the air or like saliva? No, it was um I thought it was like let me look this up. I could be completely wrong. Oh, wait, is there an Ebola vaccine? There is. <laughs> Fun fact, everyone, there's an Ebola vaccine. Um. <laughs> okay, it's it's through contact with blood and bodily fluids. Also, quick little side note. Do you, I have not read up on this, so I cannot speak on it at all. Um, what's, what is, so I hear now that COVID was manufactured, it was man-made, I don't know if you, like, have you seen that? Oh. Is that, like, yeah. true? Is that, like, what, like, that's what's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I think it's a rumor, but I think it was, like, uh... It was like manufactured. I heard that it was like manufactured in a lab in China. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of people are saying that, like that's what it is. Uh. Yes, no, maybe so. Ask me later. <laughs> What was that? I'm thinking of another one that, that starts with a T. I, I can't think of it. I, I don't remember the name of it. Also, by the way, I did do a little looking while we were just talking on that, about that. So the big thing around Johnson & Johnson vaccine is um, some of the side effects people are kind of concerned about is it causes blood clots with low platelets. That's a big thing that Oh, that's the thing that came out, and then that's the first thing that came out in the news, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I re okay, I remember that because I remember a lot of people were saying, like, um, that, because the news was, like, saying this really big, scary number of, like, people who have um, gotten heart attacks or blood clots from the vaccine, but if you take a little bit of an outside perspective yeah. and you look at the percentage, I'm pretty sure it was like 0.01% of people who got the vaccine. Oh, okay. Had the blood clots, the heart attacks. Oh, right. So <laughs> that's not the right percentage, but it was like a really small percentage and it was actually like um, a lower percentage than, um, cause you know how birth control also causes yeah, blood absolutely. clots in some It was actually a lower percentage than women who got had um birth control girl birth girl, control birth scares control. me like i don't even know <laughs> exactly um
So, okay, so the whole, it was made in the lab thing. Is this a conspiracy? Is this a actual view that that is that could be true? You don't know kind of thing? Like, or was, because I was, I haven't done, I've just done research on, I don't really, to be honest, I haven't really been looking at, like, I don't really look at the views of what people think COVID is or isn't. I'm just looking at, like, I love learning about the science behind the vaccine and how it was made and how it's affecting us and, like, future vaccines and things like that. You know what I mean? So, socially, I guess I don't know. I've never seen that confirmed. Okay. Okay. That was all. Okay. Yeah. just That's what I was wondering. It's, okay. But, like, also interesting, another, um... I don't know if this is like a, a theory or something, but I heard somewhere that um, they actually found COVID way, like way before the pandemic. They found COVID like in the water supply in France, <laughs> like a okay. long time ago. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. That's another thing I heard. That's interesting. I, you know, I, I, I've been hearing a lot, a lot now, that it has been, it was man-made, and what happened was the scientists working on it in China got it and didn't know it was as, something that could spread as much as it could, you know, it spread amongst China, et cetera, et cetera, just went downhill from there. That's what I've been hearing. Um, I guess I'll definitely look at kind of the press releases of that later on. That's another thing, you don't, you don't know what press, you know, uh, what news, they're all saying different things, and it's like, what do I look at? And, I don't know. Especially, especially that rumor, it kind of creates this story where it's like, oh, China was manufacturing it, what were they manufacturing it for? What are they trying to, for? why are they even building that in a lab? Like, right, it, right. It's this story that if it's not, like, actually verified, it's kind of, like, scary. And it's, I, I bet if, if residents of China didn't get it and we did I think people would think oh that was an act of like terrorism (laughs) you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like because it was if it was man-made like that's a it's it's bio-warfare yeah bio-warfare thank you that was what I was thinking of I was like what is that word (laughs) um that's like some sci-fi movie stuff yeah right Bro, it's so weird that, like, our kids are going to be learning about this. And I want to know. I want to know. Being on the education sides of things, I want to know how they're going to how they're gonna teach it or how they're going to want to teach it, right? Like, the Department of Education. How are they going to go about this in, in uh, books? Because we're all going to have that firsthand view. Yeah. So, I don't, you know, I don't know how that's... Because you know what? Think about... I don't know. We learned about... I'm pretty sure we learned about Ebola in, in history class. We weren't in an, an exact... Do we? I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I, we just were around for it, I guess. Um, yeah, so we, were, we of, were there for it. We, we were there for it. it. We there. So I guess we kind of <laughs> speak of it in a current event kind of way. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, I'm going to tell my kids that during uh, the coronavirus pandemic, people were just dropping dead on the streets. I'm going right. to tell my kids <laughs> that I, I love just that. saw people... <laughs> just gas <laughs> just totally gaslighted. 
Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything on any, I'm kind of just look up. How do you feel about the Delta variant? How do you like? What do you have? You started wearing your mask again. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I think I I walked into a Dunkin' Donuts. I told you this. I walked into a Dunkin' Donuts without a mask on one time, and then the Delta variant started going around. I'm like, oh, well, I got it. Got to start wearing my mask again. <laughs> my mask. Yeah, I. Oh, oh my gosh! I saw this TikTok where this girl she wears her mask and she's double vaccinated. Not double vaccinated, but she got both of her vaccines, and she still got the Delta variant from a friend, I believe. It's very, very easy to get, right? The Delta variant more so than the COVID was. Um, oh yeah, it's more easily transmittable. Yeah, and I think it's going to. I think it's going to affect us big time. Late September, October. I like I I don't know like what do you like I think people think covid is away, right? Covid is gone. Covid is because the numbers aren't as the way they were and we're we're out of it. Rocky, I think that's rocky. I think with the delta variant, I don't really know if something like you know, if masks are going to be mandated again, do I think they should be? Almost yes for the sense like let's get rid of it. Not we can't completely get rid of it, right? But I mean Let's minimize the long-term effects of this. Like, this is dragging on. And I think it's because, you know, once that mask mandate was lifted, people who ob- uh, people who weren't vaccinated stopped wearing the mask. Because they're like, oh, okay, like, you know, whatever. Um, I think, I think even a lot of social groups have a stigma around, you know, COVID-19. There's a certain racial and and ethnic minority groups, right? And um, even, I guess, people who have, like, tested positive for COVID-19. I don't... I'm trying to... Well, oh, Pat and Ed both had (laughs) COVID. But, um... I don't know, it's funny because I almost... People who have them, like, oh, my gosh, no way. Like, tell me about it. Like, because so many people have such different experiences with it. Like, so many... that I think that's very oh, interesting. Oh, when they get COVID? Yeah, when they get COVID. And it's like, oh, I had nothing. And some of the people, I was like, I was, like, on a ventilator. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think we just need to reduce that stigma. And... Regarding the Delta variant? Mm, <laughs> I think it, that's that's just what I think. I think... It's going to hit yeah. us, probably. Oh, my God. Especially with... Have you been seeing, like, Lollapalooza? Like, concerts are coming oh, back. I... Okay, so I got, um... What did I get? Rolling Loud? I don't... Per, I would be very surprised yeah. if we... And if Rolling Loud stays on with its date and time. Um. I don't even know if they're mandating... I kind of... I don't know. If they're mandating um, vaccinations for concerts, I don't know about that. Oh, I've seen like a Broadway show, um, like the first Broadway show to open up in New York this summer. They required 
vaccine cards that you show your vaccine card and that you wear a mask during the performance <laughs> period <laughs> um yeah. period I personally something okay look at me getting all political now right because it's politicized um I don't understand the huge rage around wearing masks I personally have never walked out of the supermarket and been like oh I can't breathe you know, I've never done that. I'm sorry, like, I've, I'm young, though, right? I'm young. I don't have asthma. I don't, you know, I don't have any lung problems that I know of or re- any respiratory issues yeah. that I know of. So, you know, I can't put, I, 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 I don't want to put myself in other people's, other people's shoes in that sense. It's just like, all right, you know, like, it's something I rub off and people do do that. The huge, like, mask, like, ugh. It's such a, it's such a frustrating thing. So is getting her PhD. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go into the supermarket and you're wearing your mask for, what, an hour? Like, maybe get a, I don't know, do Peapod. Like, if you, if it really irritates you that much, do Peapod or something like that. Do the Instacart thing. Like, I don't know. You know, like, find a way around it. So do, so does everyone else. We, we all have to survive. And if something like wearing a mask irritates you, you don't have to make a big scene about it. Just fix it you know what i'm saying like find a way around it yeah uh you know what i'm saying like i don't let's say you 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 want to go to the gym right but you have to wear a mask you don't want to wear a mask because it's a lot for you to wear a mask not judging but it's a lot for you to wear a mask i don't know go run around your block like you know what i'm saying like that's just like my view on it like it i don't know why i try to not let it get to me as much but it's just like even like you know sometimes like pat will do this like we're walking out of, like, this was more so when, back when, like, COVID was more prominent thing. Um, in quotes, I said that. But she'd be like, oh, like, I can't breathe, like, and, like, rip her mask off right when we got out of the store. Like, all right, relax. You know, like, relax. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. That's <laughs> was like, all right. <laughs> like, we get it. We all want fresh air, you know? But think about the health healthcare workers. They're not getting that fresh air, right? So, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Mm. I know a lot of people do feel that, you know, no one should be mandating you to wear a mask, right? And I, I understand that. I, I see the side that they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But instead of, I think, uh, it's funny because some people view it as a political thing. It's a political issue. And oh, others yeah, view yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Others view it as, oh, this is my, I'm protecting myself and I'm protecting others by wearing my mask. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of how I see it drawn out, that line, you know? Both sides, you have every right to feel however you want to feel about it. You know what I'm saying? But... It's hard to, I guess, understand, let's say, it's hard to understand someone who says, oh, I, you know, both my parents died of COVID, like, please wear your mask, if you've never experienced that, you know, you didn't experience pain that they've experienced, and you were like, mm-hmm. well, I, I just, the mask was an inconvenience for me, etc. I don't know, that's just, I'm going on a little rant there, that's just kind of. <laughs> no, yeah, I think people should, oh, ever since it 
the mask became politicized like that should have never happened in the first place mm -hmm. like it's it's you can't politicize a mask <laughs> i know no literally <laughs> the point of the mask is to literally just protect yourself and protect others if you if you personally feel like the mask doesn't do anything then okay but like wear the mask because you should at least be mindful of others and like I don't know if like if that's the only thing we can do like at the time the only thing we could have done was just wear a mask right that we, that's we had nothing right right so if that's our only option to get out of this mess like do it like why are you inconveniencing yourself and others making it harder for yourself like just it's it was getting it was getting over with very very complicated very complicated yeah. for no reason yeah. you know <laughs> just wear the freaking mask yeah. <laughs> no even 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 like okay i know a lot of people feel like they're like Okay, well, COVID doesn't even... The mask isn't protecting me from COVID. It's... It was a... It is... It is... It not was. It was... It is a preventative measure. Right? It's a... It's helping you to prevent the spread. It's not saying it's going to get rid of COVID. No one ever said that, you know? It's just preventing that spread. And I... I just lost my train of thought. I, I forget what you were saying. Um, oh, I, you know, I, I was talking to someone and they were saying how, I've actually heard this from multiple people, how wearing masks, the carbon intake for some students or young children, it's like not okay for their health and for their brains and I'm like okay but like what kind of mask are they wearing like are they wearing a plastic bag over their face like I don't really understand you know what I'm saying like where is this you one Facebook mom you know what I'm saying like is this just one Facebook mom that's got one Karen yeah. that's going off like who you know I I, I have I actually I'm gonna look this up I haven't because I just heard about that and I was like where's this coming from you know pretty sure the mask okay so looking at this um i just found a whole abstract on this because i guess a lot of people did this was a big thing um so pp uh you know regarding pp and, and co2 emissions Mm. Okay, so they're saying studies have shown that short-term exposure of CO2 levels above 1,000 ppm start affecting cognitive function at much higher levels and can be toxic, which we know of. Um, so the National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health has an eight-hour threshold limit value of wearing uh short-term exposure of that mass short-term exposure i just kind of want to see okay so carbon dioxide increases with face masks but it remains below that short-term limits of the national institute of whatever i just said <laughs> there you go that's what we're saying this is just one article right everyone so you can go do your own I 
there was also a lot of um there was also a lot of talk about how um people were able to like um people were concerned that the fact that you can smell things and you can like breathe through your mask they were thinking like well if you can breathe through your mask how is it how is it um like how is that effective in blocking the covid virus like isn't it just gonna pass right through but like if you look at the science behind like a real odor molecules are completely different i don't even know (laughs) yeah where is that coming from so basically they were like um to debunk that theory they were trying to explain that covid molecules travel in um like water molecules like from saliva yeah so the holes in a surgical mask are not big enough to allow water molecules like um like yeah water Mm -hmm. molecules to pass through the mask air oxygen that flows freely through the mask because they're tiny right it's not it's gonna go through the holes of the mask but when a covid virus is inside a water molecule like a like a bubble of water from your saliva it's not a water molecule because you can't but it's gonna be stopped by the mask it's just not big enough for a water molecule to travel to travel through that yeah that's interesting i think why would you think if I can smell a pumpkin pie that, like, COVID, <laughs> I, like, would get yeah. COVID? <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to add or talk about or anything? I don't believe so. I guess next time maybe we'll get someone in to join us and talk about something ethical um i can you like post things on twitter i don't even know i'll just post the link to the spotify i guess on the twitter and thank you to anyone (laughs) that listens (laughs) um i don't know do you want would you like to say goodbye i don't know um, thank you for having me. That was a fun talk. Um, More yeah, to come. Yeah, I, I wanted, it's nice to be able to get my own opinions out there. Mm-hmm. Have, like, a conversation about, I don't think I've ever had, like, a conversation about this before. You know what? So next time, maybe we'll get someone in with different views, you know? So you kind of have how they view things. Because everyone's, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. <laughs> It's up to you. Let's debate someone. That's kidding. What'd you say? <laughs> Let's debate. No, that that's literally why I started this though. Is I would love to have a panel, like a a bioethics yeah. panel discussion, and hear from like multiple people because that's how we're gonna, you know, that's how you get yeah. educated. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. So, yeah. and especially with our generation, it's important for that. Um, again, thank you to anyone that does listen. I don't know if we don't have any listeners. (laughs) Um, But I guess until next time. Until next time. Until next time.